A new multi-stage attack discovered in Europe has compromised more than 30,000 bank customers by circumventing mobile out-of-band authentication for online transactions. The attack, coined Eurograbber, has already resulted in estimated losses of more than 36 million euro, and experts say the attack, which involved a sophisticated combination of malware and mobile exploitation, should raise alarms because the compromises were transparent and swift. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group, and I'm joined today by Daryl Berkey, Director of Intrusion Prevention Products at Checkpoint Software Technology which, along with Verisafe, discovered the exploit. Daryl, Eurograbber is more than a Trojan. In fact, it's an attack method that involves the infection of desktop PCs and the compromise of mobile devices. Can you explain how Eurograbber works? Sure. So what we'll do is take a step back and describe basically the authentication mechanism in some online banking systems. The way it works is that when a customer accesses their bank account online and they conduct a banking transaction, the bank then sends to that customer's mobile device a transaction authentication number, also known as a one-time password. That bank customer receives that via SMS on their mobile device and then enters that number into their banking session on their computer to verify that the person requesting this bank transaction is indeed the owner of the account. So that is the background of the attack. What happens in the attack itself is it's designed to work within this banking infrastructure. The bank customer is initially and transparently infected either when they succumb to a phishing email and click on a malicious link in that email or possibly just by surfing the internet and clicking on a malicious link where unbeknownst to them it downloads the Eurograbber version of the Zeus Trojan onto their desktop computer. At a later point then when that bank customer accesses their bank account, that Trojan wakes up and the customer, since they've accessed their bank account, are comfortable with the environment and what appears on the screen. That Trojan wakes up and then injects into their banking session instructions for upgrading the online banking system. And it asks them to follow the instructions to improve the overall security of the banking system. And it starts off by asking some questions, and some of the information it asks for is information about their mobile phone, including their mobile phone number, saying that in order to complete the upgrade, they need to uh, proceed to their mobile phone and follow the instructions that the bank will send to them. So when they pick up their mobile phone, they've received an SMS, presumably from the bank, directing them to complete the upgrade. They're directed to click on a link. And when they click on that link, instead of actually completing the upgrade of the banking system, it downloads the Zeus and the mobile Trojan onto their mobile device. The infection on their computer and their mobile device is complete, and every time they access their bank account online thereafter, the attack initiates a transaction to transfer money out of their account. And the way that works is they access their bank account, the Trojan on the computer recognizes this, and transparently sends a request to the bank to transfer an amount of money from this account to the attacker's mule account. When the bank receives that request, the bank then generates the transaction authentication number and sends it via SMS to the bank customer's mobile device, but it is intercepted by the Trojan. The Trojan then uses that SMS, extracts the transaction authentication number, sends it back to the bank to complete the banking transaction to illicitly transfer money out of the customer's account. This is completely transparent to the customer. They don't see any of the SMSs on their mobile phone, and to the bank, it looks like a legitimate transaction being executed for this customer from this customer's account. And Daryl, are all mobile devices vulnerable? Not as far as we can tell. The mobile devices targeted in this attack were BlackBerry, Android, and Symbian devices. And when did Checkpoint and Verisafe discover Eurograbber? It was in uh, early August where Verisafe first noticed the attack and began researching it from there. 
And uh, as we're both in the security business, we sometimes work together on research, and uh, we were able to work with Verisafe on researching this attack. And how many banks have been affected so far? So customers from over uh, 30 banks in Europe were affected in this campaign. And then what's your motivation, Daryl, for coming forward with this information now? There are multiple reasons. There is a good bit of this today. I think it's important for the public to be informed. And as I learned more about this, it was interesting to me. It made me want to make sure that my online banking transactions were successful. And it's also useful in helping uh, combat the attackers as well if they know that there could be uh, public fallout as a result of it, as well as uh, law enforcement investigating. It makes it harder and as a result of people being more aware. And then how do organizations such as Checkpoint and Verisafe benefit from getting this information out? Uh, one, I think it's informative for our customers. It's informative for us to understand and working together how the attackers are working, how they are advancing their attack techniques and designing attacks. In a way, uh, it's important, and we see some of this in sharing of information, both between government, governmental companies and customers. But uh, in order to provide the best security, uh, companies and banks and vendors all need to work together in order to provide the best security possible. And have these attacks been stopped? Yeah, they have. In working with the banks, we also contacted uh, law enforcement and also the ISPs from which uh, the attack infrastructure was set up that's since been taken down. We've not seen any of the attacks since they've been taken down. So beyond working with law enforcement and contacting the institutions and the ISPs, what role did Checkpoint and Verisafe play in keeping some of these attacks at bay? So that's a good question. And actually, what Checkpoint and Verisafe and, and other security companies, it's what we do every day. It's our mission to provide our customers the best security possible to protect them against these and any other types of cyber attacks. And looking at it, this is very fundamental. But a fundamental rule of good security is to deploy security in layers. And it applies here. The more security layers that are deployed, the more chance there is of detecting an attack like this. Now, this attack spread very quickly and many consumers were compromised without their knowledge. How did the attack go undetected for so long? If you walk through it, if this were to happen to me, uh, I might not notice it immediately. I might not notice it until I get my bank statement or maybe I skip a month of paying attention to my bank statement and balancing my checkbook. There is time that can pass before it is detected. Again, that's why it's really important for multiple layers of security to be deployed. And also, in my opinion, it's important to conduct online banking from the most secure location available to you. So first off, the, the bank consumer, I think, needs to think about where they access their bank account from to ensure they have the most security available over the network. And then also they need to make sure that they're current on their computing equipment in terms of uh, all the latest operating system updates and application updates and so on are indeed applied to cut down on long-life vulnerabilities that uh, can be taken advantage of. And then how sophisticated or unique was this attack? And have you seen anything like this before? In my opinion, as I learned about this, it, it kind of meets all the key buzzwords we hear about attacks today. Uh, it's multi-staged in that it focuses on the uh, computer and the mobile device. Uh, it's sophisticated in the way it goes about taking advantage of the two-factor authentication. It's targeted, it's stealthy, and unfortunately it's successful. It is indeed a sophisticated attack, and, and it is more the type of attack that is being seen today over uh, three and four years ago for sure. And then, Daryl, how educated would you say banks are about this type of attack? The banks and, and the financial vertical in general, I, I say they are very educated and very, very aware of this attack and the attack landscape in general. One of the things to understand in cybersecurity, it's truly an arms race, and there's no silver bullet against all cyber attacks. These days, the attackers are indeed more organized. They're taking an engineering approach to 
uh, designing these sophisticated and targeted attacks. Eurograbber is a prime example, as I just described. Now, going back to actually what happened during these attacks, we're looking at out-of-band authentication. In Europe, of course, out-of-band authentication, which involves the automated creation of this one-time passcode that's sent to a mobile device for online banking transactions, is a common practice. The practice, however, is not so common in the U.S., but are U.S. banking institution customers vulnerable? I would say it's less a specifically a geographic issue. For this specific attack, it uh, would be effective against banks that use this form of two-factor authentication. Banks that use different forms of it wouldn't be susceptible to it. But the thing I think to take away from it is, again, the engineering that was involved in designing an attack that specifically targeted a certain type of authentication system. Certainly additional attacks could be designed to take advantage of other types of systems, be it banking or other types of authentication. And what steps or precautions are now being taken by banking institutions, Daryl, to ensure that customer and member accounts are secure? So I think it's very uh, specific to what I commented before, you know, what banks are doing today. They are very well versed and they're very aware of the threat landscape. They, for the most part, financial institutions do employ a multi-layered security security approach and are always working to upgrade the security in order to protect their business, their transactions, their customers, and their customer accounts. And uh, I don't see that any different. They continue to do that good work and will continue doing it going forward to protect against all sorts of attacks. Daryl, you've touched on this a little bit, but I'd like for you to expand here a bit. Would you say that this particular attack is more of a mobile user issue than a financial institution issue? My view is, is, frankly, it's both. Clearly, both are affected by the attack, and both are involved in the transaction as a customer on one side and a business on the other. It's not necessarily just a mobile issue. I think the, the reason mobile is part of this attack is because that is the authentication system that is used. Mobile devices are going to be involved in attacks in which uh, the device is a key in accessing whatever it is that the attackers are going after. How can banking institutions get more information about the ways to prevent Eurograbber from striking their accounts? Verisafe and Checkpoint have published a white paper that gives an overview of the attack. Certainly, if anyone wanted any more information, they can contact Checkpoint and Verisafe directly. Daryl, I'd like to thank you again for your time today. Thank you very much. Again, we've just heard from Daryl Berkey of Checkpoint. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.